Hi, I'm Tina Brinkley Potts, and I'm sitting here with one of my favorite clients, Paul. And today, we're, we're just going to talk a little bit about pain versus pleasure, win versus losses, um, just what motivates you and how it seems that we will hold on to what our perceived failures are much longer than we do any of our successes. And um, I really love sharing this with Paul because Paul is a baseball coach and mentor. And so he can definitely bring it from that perspective, but everything that he has to say, really you can use in your life. So Paul, thanks for doing this with me. Well, thank you so much. And we're Tina. in your environment, right? We're in a dugout. <laughs> we're in a dugout. I have my uh, security blanket with me. So yeah, I'm in a good place right now. But I will share this with you. I can draw from personal experience that just happened to us recently. We've won four state championships and we were embarking on a fifth one. We had a real good bracket and things were falling into place and it, we just didn't execute. It wasn't a, a situation where the effort wasn't there or, or the attitude wasn't there or the approach wasn't there. We just simply didn't execute and, and you can think of it as being unlucky. And uh, isn't that so true in life? Yes. Um, there are times where things just aren't meant to be and so it's how we respond to things like that that really, really matter. Everything matters. And, uh, you know, we hold on to losses. Mm -hmm. You know, what flames my burning desire inside is the losses, you know, how close we were, but it didn't happen. And I think the reason being is that the difference between being motivated uh, by loss or by victory, I think. I would say that I'm more motivated with the loss. It gets me to a, a, another level. And I think it's because of that sense of urgency. If you win, you become at times somewhat complacent. You become too comfortable mm -hmm. and you can fall into that trap. But if you lose, you have something to prove. You have something to fight for. You have something to strive for. And so uh, I hold on to losses uh, a great deal and not to the point where I become fanatical but to the point where it makes me clear it makes me have these focused questions and ask quality questions because I do believe the quality of the question determines the quality of the response so a loss gives me better questions than a win so what I like that so Paul tell us a little bit though how do you actually take the loss and keep moving forward and let it fuel your fire because what we know of the world right right now that the top <laughs> players that whether you're in the game of business whether you're in baseball um they know how to take that switch and turn it into a flaming desire but most people get stuck there well there is no easy answer to that in okay. my opinion tina mm -hmm. i think it is a process I think there's some degree of uncomfortableness, uh, a degree of hurt. I look at everything in the proper context and in the proper continuum. It's not either or, it's not right or wrong. It's a process, it's a degree. So um, I was terribly disappointed by our loss. And so it takes me a complete day to get it out of my system. Um, Take, it takes me a day, then the second day, I'm really good. The third day, I am over it. But it really 
it has come down to that. I'm not down to a day yet. I just <laughs> want to let you know. <laughs> so that's kind of how I respond. But I think it really comes down to being authentic, mm-hmm. uh, ad- admitting that, accepting that it happened and being aware of that it happened and then asking the right question to move forward, then making the necessary adjustments and then holding yourself accountable. So for me, it's not pretending that it didn't exist or that it's not important. It's accepting everything and moving forward, moving through it. Such like fear. You know, fear, it's your perspective. Fear can either hurt you, burn you, kill you, or it can save your life and warm you up. So um, most things are neutral. Mm-hmm. It's how you decide to use them and take advantage of them that makes it applicable to your situation. I think everyone's a little bit different in that grieving process, in that uncomfortable stage. And, you know, for me, it's about um, slowing things down at the same time being distracted by other things where it interrupts your negative, critical disappointment patterns. You know, you mentioned loss, and I think that is so important on how we can actually translate what we're talking about to the loss of people, mm. right? Um, you've lost important people in your life. I've lost important people in my life. And one of the things I've learned, especially with working with a lot of clients from so many different walks of life, is um, most people frame their life from the loss of that important loved one and every filter from everything from that point forward just seems to go back to that but um, I've learned in my life that I'm going to again allow that to create a burning desire right absolutely how how do you take your losses and say okay just like you said you're down to like a four-day process i'm not that i'm not that good yet but how how can you honor those that you've lost or or lost the game how can you honor that process and still move on well i just recently lost my father and so i know what that feels like for me I stopped asking the question, why? Why did it happen to me? Why does he have to go now? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's more about, okay, what do you have to be thankful of and for? How would my father want me to be right here, right now? Uh, So by honoring him, I'm going to live through him and allow my magnificence to be expressed and to emerge and to evolve. That's what my father would want to see. So I have no time to uh, think in a negative or in a way that to me is not productive for those people that still live here on earth. My wife, my kids, my mother. So it's all about how I can serve, how I can contribute, how I can make other people happy, inspire more than, than anything else. So that has helped me uh, get away from some of the, 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 the negative way of thinking and, and making you uninhibited or making you, you know, just uh, demobilizing or immobilizing you to the point where you're not contributing and being who you really are. Um, you know, when you talk about a death of a family member or a death of a friend, that's another level. The other things that I talk about, winter loss and some disappointments, embarrassments, 
I can deal with that, but that's usually a three to four day process. Mm -hmm. But the loss to me takes deeper reflection and thought yeah. and being authentic yeah. and, and allowing and accepting that whatever happened, happened. Yep. It's a normal course of life. Mm -hmm. And if you're not prepared for that, that too, like the game of baseball, can bring you down and tear you up. So Paul, you made a couple great important points. So like one of the things, um, I just lost one of my aunts. My mother had, I mean, my grandmother on my mother's side had like 19 children. So there is a lot of people there, okay? So um, the one thing I had to explain to one of my daughters in this process, because grieving shows up differently for different people, right? Different cultures, different, different cultures, people, different yeah. people. And so the one thing I was uh, wanted to make sure she understood was the degree of your suffering has nothing to do with how much you love that person. And so for me, I don't choose to suffer. Yes, I'm probably, you know, I will cry. I, I will have a grieving process. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take them with me in my life. And so, and I feel that that is the best way that I can honor anybody that I've lost. But Paul, I want to kind of move away from a loss of people and I want to talk about a loss of things. Because um, as you know, most of my clients are, you know, not technically baby boomers, but like I don't have 20 year olds for my clients, right? And so a lot of my clients decided to become entrepreneurs out of necessity. 2008 did a number on them. They either lost their job, may have lost their home, or they were asked to work for a lot less money than they were accustomed to living. So almost the wages of 10 years prior in order to keep that job. So now they're like, you know, they were like blindsided and they're like, I couldn't, they're beating themselves up because they felt like they couldn't prepare or they weren't prepared. How, what would you say to a person like that? When opportunity presents itself, preparation's too late. What does that really mean? It means that you've got to be in the here and now. You've got to be present mm -hmm. because those precious moments of now will disappear on you and before you know it, you fall victim. And so I would just say, be, you know, there, to me, human beings weren't meant to be perfect. Right. We were meant to be true. Mm -hmm. And so everyone will have perceived ups and downs, peaks and valleys. So I think that the key, Tina, for me would be to really be true to yourself, be authentic, be one of appreciation of the attitude of gratitude. Uh, I think that... Um, giving and uh, contributing is so important. It, it sets the focus away from you. It mm -hmm. gets you away from your ego mm -hmm. and it gets you to think about how you can be more productive. And it's got a cleansing, natural, universal hold on everybody. So uh, for me, it's about reflection. I, I, I think that you need to allow time to reflect and Think things through and be at peace with your decisions and be at peace with who you are. And only then can you take on life's complexities and distractions. And we must start from the premise that we are beautiful and we are magnificent. It's just ready to express. It's ready to evolve. 
I read it in this book that it's like an acorn. Mm -hmm. An acorn emerges into a beautiful oak tree. The oak, the, the acorn is the acorn. It, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a beautiful oak tree. So we are beautiful people. Allow our beauty to be expressed. I think we hold back and we get around some toxic thinking people, negativity, and the distraction, the disease of me, excuse-itis, transfer of blame, instead of a feeling of abundance, of love, of happiness, of fulfillment, of contribution. To me, it's, it's really that easy. Um, you know, and so with that mindset, I think uh, people can move on and deal with situations that you're talking about much easier. Uh, three of your players just left. Right, and um, they showed unbelievable maturity in, in the stuff that we recorded today. And one of the things that, you know, we kind of talked about when they were up, when they were down, we talked about a lot of different things. And it brought to mind one particular client that I have that I've, that I've had a conversations with. And um, she, what is really preventing her from being great right now is the thought of people from her past saying, well, wait a minute, she's not that kind of person. She did this, she did that. And so, you know, I, I have my own views on what I told her in our, in our coaching call, but I would, how do you handle that with your players? Well, many of us have an identity crisis. It sounds like the person you're dealing with has an identity crisis. So who are you? Is it what you project to the world? Is it what your true feelings are? Are you giving power to others, other people's opinion? You know, sometimes they compliment you and it's not real. So that can be damaging. Or if it's negative, you know it. You don't need to hear that. So I think it comes down to this. I have, as you know, Tina, an acronym that I use for many things because it's a memory aid for me. I remember things. So let's see if I can remember this. It's gut. And gut stands for greatness and the guide is within you ready to emerge. Mm. Uh, the U stands for uh, unfolding unpo uh, unlimited potential within us. Mm -hmm. So uh, untap that, uh, unfold that po unlimited potential that's within you. And the T stands for trust your instincts and trust your preparation. If all of those things are real, genuine, authentic, there's trust, there's a uh, teammanship, you get along with people, um, you have energy, you have a, a, a excellence, a standard of excellence, you have preparation, you have presence, you have uh, accountability, you have all those things truly are universal principles that I think will help anyone. So what your person is saying to you is that they honor someone else over themselves. Yes. If you don't believe in yourself, who will? Mm -hmm. And so it has to come down to you have to feel good about yourself. You have to be comfortable in your own skin. And so we are constantly bombarded by people telling you what to do. Do this. Do that. In grade school, your, your, your papers were marked with red ink. <laughs> right. um, you know, they didn't empower you. Right. You, you know, you're not self-reliant enough. Mm -hmm. You control your destiny. You have a choice. You know, your, your, your past does not define you, it refines you. Right. And so it's just a matter of uh, your model of reality and your story mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your unique story? What is your state of mind? What are your systems? Mm-hmm. Those things will propel you to places that you probably can't imagine. But I guarantee you what's preventing success oftentimes is your self-belief. And so as a coach, I try to empower my uh, young athletes and people because that is absolutely the key because you don't start from a premise like it's out there that you don't have it. The premise is I am great. I have to find it or what's preventing me from expressing my greatness. And when you peel back and you un- uh, layer, you take the layers off and you reflect and ask focusing quality questions, you begin to figure that piece out. And when you do, allow yourself to express like the oak tree, like the uh, acorn to the oak tree. I like, you know, one of your players was uh, talking about the different questions that he asked himself as a 12-year-old player versus what he asked himself now. And so, you know, he made the reference to, are the girls watching, right? And so I... One of the things I tell my clients, even though, you know, we shoot video like this and we put these videos out in social media, right? We can't do this for the praise of other people. Because if you're doing it for the praise of other people, man, when the criticism from the other people come, it's going to hurt just that much worse. So you really... You have to ask yourself the question, really, why you're doing this. So one of the things I talk about a lot of times, and I lose clients right from the door, is I say, hey, I'm not about making you popular. I want to make you paid. And so when they go, oh, well, how many likes can you get me? I'm like, I don't know. Or, you know, how much engagement? I'm going, I I don't know, right? Our goal should be tied to the vision that you have. Now, if your vision is that you want to be popular, I'm not the person for you because that's just not fundamentally who I am. And I I know that that sets you up for failure because you're giving somebody else power over your life. And the fact that you're teaching it to teenagers, young adults, because there's a lot of grown people who don't know this. Well, I have six kids. And uh, Brock, my son, who you just met, mm-hmm. he's the youngest. He just graduated from uh, University of Delaware. So uh, they're mm-hmm. going through different stages. I, I believe strongly, too, Tina, that you have different stages of development. You have different stages of life. And depending on what stage you're in will affect your paradigm, will affect your perspective. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be aware of that because things do evolve and things do change. Um, so, you know. There is no easy answer. Well, there are easy answers. They're universal principles, but it's, it's, it's not often so easy to execute. But I, I do believe this, that if you're not congruent, meaning that if your inner world is not congruent with your outer world, the material things that you want uh, or what you value, there will always be problems. Mm-hmm. And so until you get that under control, under wrap, or at the very least be aware of it, because what you resist persists, Mm-hmm. So if you're aware of that, things go away. But I think that's so key. So it's not a tactic. It's not a strategy as much as it is uh, who you are in terms of congruency, mm-hmm. um, your values, who you are, your purpose, all those things, your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, that has to be in line with what you want because if you get the material things, you're still that same person with the same issues. Mm-hmm. and. 
you're never going to have that. You know, you want a, a nice, beautiful car. Well, what's next? Mm -hmm. A higher, more expensive car or a better house? I mean, there's always something. There's always something. There's right. always something there's regardless always. of where you start. So it's a matter of uh, fundamentally getting, being true to yourself and understanding who you really are and being happy and comfortable and fulfilled with that. Okay. So... Um, my last question, because we started off talking about pain versus pleasure and wins and losses. So what is the number one takeaway that you could give someone that's watching this video um, to begin to shift how they're looking at their wins versus their losses? I have a difficult time with one thing. I think there are many variables of many things, but... If I'm pressed, I would say that time does heal. Mm -hmm. And I think just accepting where you are, what happened, is, is where you have to start. Because if you don't accept it and you resist it, it will persist and it will manifest in other ways. And then it just snowballs. And yeah. so acceptance to me is probably where it has to start. Okay. And so... Um, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And I'm just going to say the same thing in a different way that um, you have today. No matter what happened yesterday, you have today. When you choose to focus on what happened yesterday, you're bringing yesterday into today. You're not looking at everything that you have right here and right now and what you can start from. The great thing about what you have today is you can learn from whatever happened yesterday and you process it, decide what, what was I meant to learn or was this just one of those things that happened and I'm just going to move on from it. Whatever it is, you need to make that decision and be present today in this moment and make a choice. Happiness is a choice. It really is. It's So concentrating on the wins, it's just like Paul said, it's not saying it, the loss didn't happen. It's not saying that. It's just saying that you have this moment and you can make this moment what you want it to be. So, Paul, I want to thank you for doing this with me again. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you have a way of <laughs> I got one you. more thing. I got you going. Yeah. <laughs> so, you talked about choice, and I totally agree. Yeah. The, the, you have a choice in everything that you do. You, you either accept responsibility mm -hmm. or you accept conditions. Mm -hmm. I think we'd all like to accept responsibility so because we control where we go. Yeah. Um, also, you talked about being present. Mm -hmm. I, I look at it the same way as fear. Fear for me is being in the wrong time zone. Ooh, that's you're a good in the, one. You're in the past, worrying about the past, mm -hmm. or you're thinking about the future. You're not being in the moment. Yes. And when you're not in the moment, when you're in the moment, there are no distractions because you're focused on the moment. So yeah. uh, that to me is important. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I have to know that was good. And so we're going to end the, on that. Paul, thank you so much for doing this. And um, I look forward to seeing you guys in the next video. You can join us over on Pulse Podcast on iTunes, and that is Radioactive Baseball RX. Or you can join me at my website, and that's TinaBrinkleyPots.com. Have a great day.